0: Testing. Those are some of the worst sounds a human can make.
1: Testing. Testing. One, two. Greg, one, that's
0: awful. That's awful, one, Greg. That's not something the listener would enjoy. My wife doesn't enjoy it either. Ugh. Welcome to Chair Radio, your best source for sports news, fantasy tips, and more. I'm Toph. I'm joined by my regular co-host, avid sports fan, and fantasy participant, Greg. Yay! Hey, Greg. Oh, wait.
1: No. I'm sorry about that. Are you clapping for yourself? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I'm just excited for what's going to happen.
0: Well, I mean, one thing that's going to happen is we're going to talk I about... A little,
1: I got a little in front of myself on this one. It made it sound like I was clapping for myself, but I really wasn't.
0: <laughs> I'm going to allow you the opportunity to explain yourself here in just a moment. Okay. All right. Okay. So, we're not alone today. We're not. We all, Well, we have Pouncey. But in addition to Pouncey, oh, okay. she's, she's our regular third co-host on the show. Right. Correct. Now, Greg... We've had guests before on the show. True, We had Chase. Right. Who works with us. Mm -hmm. I surprised you. Much smarter than me with regards to sports. And maybe other things. Yeah. Well, a lot of things, yeah. I surprised you with my brother-in-law. Yes. Just came to the door. Who you're a big fan of, but you'd never met in
1: person. Correct. Awesome. Awesome guy. (laughs) (laughs) He lived up to every expectation.
0: Fantastic. I'm not surprised. Yeah. I think he started drinking... Before we showed up and I, you offered him coffee. And I it think at, in
1: th- it was at 1030 in the morning. He said, do you have coffee or a beer? I said, I have both. And he goes, give me the beer.
0: He took a shiner. <laughs> he took a shiner is what he took. <laughs> That's right. He drank two of them. Oh, he's not. While he was here. here. Beer to him is, is like Ruffles potato chips to everyone else. Like you can't <laughs> just eat one. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So he said And that was at
1: 1030 in the morning.
0: On a. Tuesday, right. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And he was going to work that day. Yep, sure was. Mm-hmm. But anyways, he lived up to expectations. He did. You had never met him in person. No, nope. that was very fun. Yep. He loved being on the show. Said he, he wanted to come back every week. We haven't and seen still it since. Hasn't. <laughs> right,
1: <laughs> right. Is he like one of those people? Who are like you know when you when you like you're a couple and you're like hanging out and you run into another couple and you say hey let's get get together you know soon and then you never. And then like the next time you see see them, you say the same thing and it never happens. We've got a group in our neighborhood that Mm -hmm. every time we see them, they say, let's get together soon. And (laughs) Val and I have a joke going because
0: it has never happened, never will happen, but we'll say that every single time. Yeah. I think it is like that. Yeah. Well, I I think he genuinely enjoyed being on the show. I do too. I think he did want to come back every week.
1: But he's just—he's busy man.
0: But just reality sets in. Yeah. Plus, I think he suffers from one of the same things you do, which is Cowboys depression. Oh yes. So I think when the Cowboys were eliminated unceremoniously in the first round, I, I think he just went into a hole. You know, I used to
1: suffer Cowboys depression even more, and yeah. now it's kind of become a normal thing. After twenty six kind of years to it, that's why my fantasy depression was much worse this year than my Cowboys
0: Boy, depression. It was. Yeah. It was in your fantasy depression and how bad the Cowboys were doing in the second half, you, you were going to quit the show. I, I wasn't going to quit the show. You said you were going. You said, I'm not sure if I'm coming back at all. I never said that. What did you say?
1: I don't know. I said, who knows what happens?
0: <laughs> yeah. But all that to say, Greg. Right. What are, are you getting to?
1: We have another guest today. Wait a minute. What?
0: That's right. This is a very, very another special surprise?
1: guest. Another surprise? Yes. Wait, why was I clapping earlier then?
0: I have no idea. Oh, maybe you, you, I just knew something special. You premature, special was you premature clap all the time. That's true, and you over clap and overreact.
1: Not going to disagree with you
0: there. <laughs> but our guest today is actually someone that has participated in our NFL activities for a few years now, and he's from the other side of planet Earth from where we are right now. Is it the die? No, <laughs> no, we do not have the die in the show. Oh, no. yeah, the die may or may not show up on the show in our. Postseason episode next week.
1: I bet you it might have beat me this year.
0: <laughs> I think it had the Bengals. <laughs> well, it depends. Well, no, it doesn't because, yeah, uh, no, you did not pick the Rams to win the Super Bowl. We'll get into that today. No. We'll get into that today. No, our special guest, Greg, uh-huh. is Vlado. <laughs> yeah, oh, yes. Belma. Yeah. Hi, Louise.
1: Hey, how are you doing, buddy? Good, good. self I'm doing great, thank you. Our first time talking. I'm so glad you made the show.
2: Oh, look, I, I'm I'm more than willing to get up early to to talk to you guys. Well, we thank you so much and thank you for all
1: constantly being a part of it for sure and always. So, we appreciate more than you even know. So, um and also at, the listener won't know this the listener other than you Won't know this But you woke up this morning At 3 a.m. your time
2: 3.30 Oh, the 3.30 uh, was when uh, I was turning on the computer and stuff So Had to have some breakfast He woke up at 3
0: Yeah, I, I want the listener to appreciate The efforts to which Flotto had to go To, right. to join us today. And I
1: just want to say Whatever listener you are Because we only have one other one that that you are not as dedicated as Vlado. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure that at least me and you, Greg, Vlado yes. and I think Keith listens to each episode. Really? Mm-hmm. So Keith does too? He, might be, our, you, he Keith. might be our listener and maybe there's others. I don't know.
1: We've got four. You, me, Keith and Vlado. Yeah. There's yeah. at least four. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, either way, Vlado, thank you very much for joining us.
2: Yeah, thank you. My pleasure.
0: And I will say Vlado also has a podcast. Yes. He's, he not too long ago surpassed 300 episodes. It's also a radio program in Melbourne and it's called it's not rocket surgery.
2: Yes. That's the one.
0: Yep, it can be heard uh, anywhere you listen to podcasts as well as on the Podfix network website. So, that's sure you can get all Yeah, you can get all this information. Okay, we've got a very ambitious agenda today. And
1: also he's a rocket scientist. Yes,
0: <laughs> yes, that's right.
1: So another person we've proven on this show that is much smarter than me.
0: Well, in this case... I mean,
1: I'm not even in the ballpark. Let's just get, be honest.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I would agree. He's up in space on his rocket, and I'm <laughs> down below.
0: Well, and in this instance, he's also smarter than me. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. And there's no question about it. Okay, like I said, we have a very ambitious agenda. Let's go ahead and get started. Like we have done all season. Well, first of all, the playoffs are concluded. There's only one football contest left to play. Yes. That's the the Super Bowl. Bowl. Oh. No, even the Pro Bowl has been played. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's the Super Bowl, Super Bowl 56, which we've got a lot of things we're going to cover before we get to that. I don't think anybody knew that the Pro Bowl had been played, though. I don't think so. Or or the Olympics, by the way. But we still haven't had the opportunity to discuss the conference championship game. So that's what we're going to do first. So first, and, and by the way, this, these two games were almost as good as the previous weekend's four games. We had six playoff games in a row. How did this even happen? I don't know, but we were treated to some very exciting football. May,
1: probably the best playoffs I've seen. I can't think of a better playoff I
0: time. don't think so. I don't think so. So the first game was Bengals versus Chiefs. The Chiefs came out on fire, scoring a touchdown on each of their first three possessions. And you think, it's over, right? For sure. It was 21-10 to 10 at the half. And 21-3 until the Bengals scored a touchdown with a minute 15 left in the second.
1: Yes. Somehow the Bengals' defense really stepped up in the second half.
0: Well, as much as any game we've discussed, this was definitely a tale of two halves. It really was. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, there were, it was almost like two different football games. Yeah, mm-hmm. the Bengals' defense was getting destroyed. I don't know what they said or did in the locker room at halftime, but they came out as a completely different team, both them and... And Kansas City, so at the same time, and maybe it's one influences the other, but the Bengals defense stepped up huge, yes. while the Kansas City offense went completely flat.
1: It goes into overtime, and what happens the week before, which is the Chargers go down and score. I'm sorry, the, sorry, the the uh, Chiefs go down and score immediately in the game. They had the ball. That's right.
0: So. You're like, oh, they're, and They're even,
1: finally going to turn it on and score and end the game.
0: Well, and they showed the camera on both sidelines. And when they lost the coin flip, the Bengals lost the coin flip, you saw disappointment clearly on the Bengals. Right. And Mahomes was like, okay, let's do yeah. this. Like he was super pumped, yeah. threw off his cape. Yep. You know, those big jackets. And was like, okay, we're about to go win right. this game. I like how you said cape, though. They're called something like that. Uh-huh. I don't remember what they're called. Okay. But in any case... Threw off those big jackets and was like, "Okay, we're going to go win this game now."
1: Is it like what was on the Seinfeld? Where the cape, mm-hmm. right? What yeah. Was it, was it the? Was it Maestro?
0: It was George's father's attorney.
1: Ah, that's right. It was. Yeah, that's right. That's right. His <laughs> yeah.
0: attorney wore a cape. That's right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So then the, the the Bengals defense really turned it on. The entire second, they changed something, and Mahomes was terrible in the second half, right? Including in overtime. And they the defense stopped the Chiefs, and the Chiefs give the ball back, and the Bengals go down and score. Yeah, and then you're like, they kick a field goal to win it.
0: My new favorite kicker. <laughs>
2: yeah, Vlado, did you watch this game too? Uh, not not real time. I watched the highlights, and uh, I think I, I saw all the um, news as it was as it was happening. And I go and it. All the reports were basically that the uh, the Chiefs and particularly Mahomes uh, choked. It was it was a choke moment. Um, that that was all the headlines I was seeing as the game was playing because I was working that at that time. But I, ca- I caught the highlights at uh, 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 at NFL and uh, yeah, it was uh, clear that yeah, as you as you guys said, uh, the game of two halves and the second half was basically uh, Mahomes and uh, and the. Chase offense requiring the Heimlich maneuver from somebody, but no one was there to help him.
0: <laughs> right. Okay, so a couple of notes from this game. Jamar Chase broke the rookie playoff rec- record for receiving yards previously held by Torrey Holt for the Rams.
1: Wow. So it's the it's a playoff record. Yes, that's okay. right. So basically, he's even going to add to it in the, pl- in the Super Bowl, too. So he's already broke the record, and he's going to be adding to it in the Super Bowl.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. The 18-point comeback by the Bengals tied Indianapolis for the largest AFC comeback in champion, AFC championship history. Championship,
1: okay. Yeah. and championship. Because I was going to say the the one that we talked Oilers. about last week. Yeah, the Oilers and the Bills. Bills. That's right. That was the biggest of all time. Yeah, no,
0: that was just in that particular round. Okay. And that was against the, the Patriots in 2006. Okay. Yeah, so that was the first game. Then you had the second game you're like okay there's no way we're going to get another no, decent it's, it's football not game happening. The first half was close. The Niners actually went up 17 to 7. They were huge underdogs by playoff mm-hmm. standards, right? They went up 17 to 7 in the third quarter. The Rams came back and scored 13 in the fourth quarter including the game-winning field goal with a minute 49 left. And then the Niners final drive I think it was three and out. It just it went nowhere, and the Rams won that game. Four now, yeah, you're right. I guess that's true. Four now, yeah. Yeah. So, but I mean, it basically it came down to the wire as well, and the Niners looked like they were going to win that game until the fourth quarter,
1: right? I mean, I don't know how these games could like the Super Bowl's got to be a letdown, right?
0: I mean, we'll talk about that later, but I don't think so. I think the Super Bowl might still be a really good game.
1: You think so? i yes. i i'm just thinking i have to we have to be let down from this
0: high we've been on for the past six straight few games weeks. i mean six straight games why and not probably
1: seven? more before that there were probably some we're yep. not even thinking of before
0: that but not six straight i mean the streak no yeah oh. but i mean a handful right. of games before that yeah but the early rounds weren't that great the wild card round there were a lot of blowouts were there yeah again by playoff standards flat out any thoughts on this game
2: yeah, I wasn't um, hopeful for the Rams um, until until the uh, the final uh, score was. I saw the final score, so yeah. I was. I I thought, yeah, they they'd blown their chance and they were, and and um, they weren't going to Super Bowl, basically right up until the final quarter. So, yeah. Um, yeah uh, look, uh, the Rams for me have been hot and cold all all year. So, um, I but you know they've been getting the results when they needed them and. Um, but I thought, yeah, the, I had I thought the 49ers had uh, done enough in the uh, first three quarters to, to tie it up. But obviously you can't ride off the uh, the Rams with uh, some of the talent that they've got in that squad.
1: That's for sure.
2: Yeah, no doubt. I mean, both,
1: both sides of the ball, right? And they, they even lost Robert Woods for the whole year and still have done well. OBJ has stepped up. He's not what he was. He's not what he was but he's played better. Next!
0: All right. Gentlemen, are you ready to get into the news? Yeah, there's a lot, isn't there?
1: But we're we narrowing this down?
0: Yes. You yeah. and I discussed this. Yes. We're only going to discuss a couple of stories. The big stories. And then next week, Keith, we're going to do... News quick hits. Right. And all of the stuff that wasn't pertinent going into the Super Bowl, we're going to cover that next week on a news only episode of Armchair Radio. Right.
2: By the way, are you a Rams fan? I am. Have been uh, since uh, childhood. So, and you, you can blame the colors of the uh, Rams being the same as the Ukrainian flag, being that uh, aligning with my heritage, and also okay. the movie uh, Heaven Can Wait. Okay. With Warren Beatty.
0: Okay. Do you remember <laughs> that
2: movie?
1: Yeah. I, I did too. Yeah.
0: It was good. Yeah. I
2: liked
1: it. That's awesome. That's a cool little backstory. I like it. And so, like, do you follow them? I mean, do you watch their games like over there normally or are you able to or what? So,
2: it, it, uh, most of the games are on, uh, on pay TV here. So, cable. Okay. Okay. Um, I don't have cable, but, uh, I watch the highlight reels that, are uh, available on the, uh, on the interwebs. And, okay. uh, if there's any ever, uh, there's usually one or two games, um, on the free to wear here, so I try to get catch those, but it all depends on what's going on and when they, um, what, what those games are. So okay, this year was actually my first year in, in playing fantasy football, so I was probably more involved in this season than I have been for a while. So interesting, and I'm sure you did better than me. Well, being an Australian who likes NFL, there aren't many of us here, so I didn't have anyone to play play fantasy football with. So, but uh, when uh, Keith uh, organised the pod uh pod fix fantasy football fiesta the pfff um i I put my hand up for that so it was was fun yeah how did you do uh let's not talk about that
1: Uh, i bet you did better than me
2: (laughs) i wouldn't put money on
1: that really
2: no we uh, um we beat keith so that's all that mattered so hey
1: that, that doesn't matter Hey, remember, I finished last in one league. I've never done that in my entire life, ever. And I finished last in one league. And usually I'm in the playoffs in both leagues every year. It's good for the show. Yeah, I know. Just like... <laughs> Schadenfreude. Just like when um, <laughs> when Adam starts traveling and having his minor inconveniences, <laughs> yeah. you enjoy it because it's good for the yes. show. yes. Mm-hmm. Same thing.
0: Yes, I want him to be safe and enjoy his travels, and also I want him to have terrible experiences Uh while he travels. Right.
1: That's right. It's never going to happen again.
0: Okay, let's get into the news. First, uh, just we'll hit a couple of these stories just quickly. We're in the middle of the Winter Games, even though most people don't know. Those are being held in China, and they are getting abysmal, record-setting low television ratings. Really? At least in America. Yeah, Last report, they were 50% below the lowest the previous 50% low.
1: 50% below the previous low. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's right. What about uh, what about there, Vlado? Is it, are the Olympics big for you guys?
2: Uh, well, we hear about the news uh, on the news all the time when somebody's um, in isolation because of the COVID protocols in uh-huh. the Chinese protocol. Um, but we uh, had a good day the other day. I think we had our best medal day where Australia medaled uh, a gold and a bronze on the same day. So that was the first time ever. Wow, so we don't that's tend to awesome. be. Um, do all that well at the winter olympics but uh compared to at least the summer olympics um but uh we we got a gold and a bronze so far so it, do you think
1: that like does australia follow
2: winter a lot or not or you know we we, we love our sport uh mm-hmm. period um mm-hmm. and so when, when something's happening i mean there's, there's an old uh, joke that basically two Australians will bet on two flies walking up a wall. So okay. if there's something happening, like like we'll that. be watching it. So right. definitely, it, it's we're watching it. Um, I don't know how our ratings are going. Probably not that great, but uh, um, yeah, we're, it's on the news. We, we hear about it. So, um, it, but you know, it's we hear we we have to follow countries other than just the Australian. Um, uh, Uh, competitors because, you know, otherwise there wouldn't be a lot to talk about. Right. Okay.
0: Okay. It's like the Jamaican bobsled team. Oh yeah, we love those. Kyler Murray caused a stir earlier this week after it was discovered he unfollowed the Cardinals and removed all Cardinals-related content from his Instagram.
1: Yeah. I don't know that anybody knows exactly what's going on there, do
0: they? No. But Fitzgerald came out and said that he hopes... Things can be worked out.
1: Yeah. From what I had, I'd heard some things basically that um, he and Kingsbury are close and he thinks that after their playoff loss, the the ownership was really upset about the loss and um, he has concerns about it. That's what I heard,
0: but I don't know if that's the case or not. Well, that's a story we'll continue to follow. Coach bro. Yeah. (laughs) And so now on to one of the stories that we're the most interested in and we've followed since the beginning. Let me just go through the bullet points before we discuss it. The Washington football team. Yes. So the U.S. House Oversight Committee held a roundtable discussion on February 3rd with former Washington football team employees about workplace misconduct and sexual harassment. Goodell was pressured by Congress to release the report that the team did. On February 4th, Washington announced they're renaming the club to the Commanders. Right. Let's just pause briefly there. Commanders? Thumbs up? Thumbs down?
1: I don't think it's that great. No. Do I think there were other ones that I liked better? Yes. Do you 100%. Think but you know what? When it's 20, 30 years down the line, it's going to... No it's, one's going to think twice about it. Yeah. Yeah. Think about, like, the Cleveland Browns.
0: Well, if you look at it isolated, there's a lot of dumb names. Yes, Exactly. Yeah, they, they all kind of sound like right. Canadian football clubs. Right, exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I agree. Okay. But a Washington Post article outlined that Daniel Snyder could block the release of probe details under a deal he made with the NFL. How is that even possible? So my understanding of, of it is that basically they, had a, they agreed to jointly, basically come together and investigate it together, and then they mutually agreed that the other organization had to give permission. Like they both had to give permission to release any details, reports, or anything.
1: How can you do that?
0: I don't know. What does Washington have over Godell? I, I don't know. I like Snyder must have something over him. I have no idea. I don't know. But but and then at one point they said there was no report. There was just an oral report. And I saw somebody say something really funny. They did a two hundred page report on Tom Brady's Deflate Gate. <laughs> They didn't do any report on this. (laughs) And then Adam Schefter tweeted on Wednesday that Dan Snyder is hiring an independent team to investigate himself. Well, that's because of this woman who just came out and testified. Right. But his response, and this is really the second time, because they've already investigated themselves once. Right. Now he's doing it again. Right. That's his response. I
1: heard that Goodell just came out and said... An independent investigation is not investigating yourself or something like that, too. And he just said that. So I'm, I am think they're just trying to confuse all of us to forget what's going on.
0: Well, and the thing that we haven't gotten an update on yet is the uh, John Gruden lawsuit. Right. He was going to sue
1: mm-hmm. the league. That's right. Here it is right here. Phil D. Yates, Roger Goodell to, on the Commanders. I do not see a way that a team can do an investigation on itself. Yates said that would be correct. (laughs) So I am so confused right now. They have completely confused me. Now I have no interest in this story. Oh, wow. (laughs) They've done it. They've tricked me. (laughs) (laughs) I was so interested in this story before.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Now I'm so furious as to what's going on. I don't even know what's going on. I'm blessed mission, mission accomplished. Yeah, <laughs> I
0: yeah mean, so I I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Other NFL and other sports franchise owners have been removed from ownership for far less than this. Yes. So how is this? I don't know. I don't know. Can
1: you explain it to me, Vlado? You're a lot
0: smarter than us.
2: <laughs> uh, not when it comes to the ways of uh, law and human behavior. No, <laughs> yeah. rocket science is easy compared to that. <laughs>
0: Oh, goodness. Okay, and now we move on to the second big story that's blown up over the last couple weeks. The Brian Flores lawsuit. Oh, gosh. Mm -hmm. So he was fired by the Miami Dolphins. He was their head coach. And he has now sued the NFL along with the Dolphins. Which he probably
1: never even should have been fired by them. Let's be
0: honest. Probably not.
1: He made them a decent team last year.
0: Oh, yeah. And the the year before, they were horrible. So he's also solving... In addition to the NFL, he's also suing the Dolphins, Giants, and Broncos over an alleged over alleged racist hiring practices for coaches and general managers. Now,
2: Vlado, do you know this story? Yes, I've, I've heard this story, and um, have you I seen was...
0: the tweets from Bill Belichick? No, I'm
2: seen Bill's uh, tweets, but uh... okay,
1: this is what was all. I mean, you're like, wow. Bill Belichick basically thought he was texting the offensive oh, yes. coordinator for yeah. the Bills. A different mm-hmm. Brian. Yes, they're both Brian's. White Brian versus. Yes, yeah, <laughs> saying congratulations yes. or you know, yeah. heard you heard you're gonna get it or something like that. <laughs> wow, well, this, this Brian. Is, this is before
0: Flores <laughs> right had interviewed.
1: He hadn't interviewed yes. yet. That's right. And he goes, "Thanks, coach. I hope you're right." And then he goes, "Wait a minute." Are you thinking you're talking to Brian Flores or
0: the other Brian? And then he goes, Oh, shit. that's what he said. <laughs> and he goes, I'm so sorry. No, what he said is, I <laughs> up. Yeah, I <laughs> up. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So he's using those texts in the lawsuit, I believe, saying that they had already made their decision
0: before they had satisfied the rule. The Rooney rule. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He says he will not drop the lawsuit even if he's hired as a head coach. Well, I'll just tell you this. He's not going to get hired? I don't think the
1: NFL is going to allow it right now. Allow him to get hired? Mm-hmm. Because I, I, from what I heard, this is what I heard from someone who knows. He told me that it was between McDaniel and Flores for the job at Houston. Okay?
0: And they hired neither.
1: Well... They wanted to hire McDaniel. McDaniel had no coaching experience. So the NFL told them you can't hire McDaniel right now. Oh, wow. after the lawsuit came out. So they were going to probably hire Flores and they couldn't hire him either because he's suing the league. Oh my gosh. So that's why the whole thing with Lovey Smith came in last second because both of their candidates were taken away from them by the NFL. Wow, us, you know, allegedly. Well, but I'm just telling you, somebody who I know who knows, okay, is is you know, I mean, if you, if you think you think about it, that's exactly what um, that's exactly what um, Mike Fisher said as well on his. Um, he's a cowboy reporter. He reports on the Cowboys, but he knows a lot of people within the organization of Houston as well. And he basically said
0: the exact same thing. And I confirmed it. Because you have sources. I do actually have a source. You hear that, listeners? Armchair Radio has sources. I have one source. You know, this is a really difficult situation because the allegations that he is making in general are probably true. However, he's in a tough position because it's probably going to ruin his career. Yes. Like, yes. He's, he's not going to... This is going to go in a similar way of Colin Kaepernick.
1: Well, one of the problems, I think, with the Rooney rule in general is that teams, once they find a guy they really like, and let's say they have it set up, but let's say the black candidate's one of the last candidates, right? Right. If they find somebody before that, and they go, yeah, we're going to hire you, but we have to do this other one just to do it. Right. The problem is they're going to ha- have that thing and then go hire the guy, right? Right. But at least it gives them the opportunity cuz I'll do I'll I'll give you this. In my business recently, we had a group that we were going to hire for 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 something. After the interview, we're like, "Okay, we're probably going to hire this person, but we have to interview these other people cuz we had a list of 3 people we were interviewing. Second group is the group we were thinking we were going to hire. When the third group came in, they blew us away. And we're like, so it does provide him, even though they thought they were going to hire this guy, maybe if he came in and blew them away, maybe they would hire him. Who knows? So it gives him an opportunity. But the problem is a lot of times people do it just to fill the the rule rather than actually giving the person the opportunity.
0: Yeah. I just feel bad for him because he's basically trading his coaching career for activism. Yeah. And... I And I don't – when I do the calculus of this situation in my own brain, I just don't think that he's going to accomplish what he wants to and he's going to be basically blackballed from coaching in the NFL. He
1: might be. He might be like Colin Kaepernick did.
0: Yeah, and I just – I feel badly for him because of that because I think he's a really talented coach. I think he was among the up-and-coming coaches. I agree. He
1: was probably one of the younger up-and-coming guys that probably a lot of people – A lot of people on the uh, Dolphins really liked him, too. Vlada, what are your thoughts?
2: Look, I mean, yeah, I I think it's... uh, I agree with your comments about the Rooney Rule and uh, and the diversity hiring policies. Um, And in terms of uh, him not doing himself any favors in in terms of his coaching career. But, I mean, uh, what are his chances of getting a a coaching job at... uh, one of the universities I mean, that's, there's a decent career to be had In the university uh, College, sorry uh, College football um, Scene in the US I mean, most of the um, best paid public servants In the US are college football coaches Aren't they?
1: Yeah, no, they are for sure. Uh, It's a little bit different in college. The big thing in college is recruiting, obviously. Yeah, you got to be a great recruiter. Whereas you don't have to do that in in the pros. The other thing is, too, it it needs to happen where there needs to be more diversity in in coaches in the NFL. But I don't know the answer on how to fix it. I don't either. I really don't. I can tell you it's not
0: suing the league. I just don't think that's. (laughs) Well,
1: it doesn't help him probably. I agree
0: with you. But does that change thing in the future for other people? It might. I, I hope that it does because of how much he's sacrificing. Right. I'm just skeptical that that's gonna accomplish what he wants, honestly. Well what does he want? That's the question. We don't know
1: exactly what he wants. Does he want it to be for him? Is it or does he want it be for for future people you know, people to follow? That's true. That's a good point. And if he wants it, if he if all he cares about is the future and for those people to follow so they have a better opportunity, then I think it will help with regards to that. I don't know because if you bring awareness to it, it's going to cause uh, one of the reasons why Lovie Smith was hired. I think it will open doors for other people. I hope because so. a lot of people are going to be like, hey, we need to give this guy a shot.
0: Yeah, I hope that's true. Yeah. And our last big story we're going to discuss today, the Tom Brady retirement. So I don't think even after the Tampa Bay loss, you and I discussed it briefly, we didn't think Tom Brady was going to retire. That wasn't really a maybe a a remote possibility. So then it it gets announced, and then he said, no, 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 I I didn't say I was going to retire. And then two days later, he makes it official and he he retires. He basically
1: just wanted to... Whoever had reported that, there were two people who reported it, I remember, and ESPN and somebody else. Um, but he basically wanted to just say, I'm not letting you announce
0: it. I'm announcing it myself. Well, and I'm okay with that. I mean, yeah, after I'm 22 okay seasons, with it. the greatest football player but of all y- time. But basically
1: to say, no, that's not true. No decision has been made isn't the truth. He had made a decision at that point. He just didn't want... He wanted to do it on his own terms.
0: I agree, but I would have yeah. felt the same way. I would have been a little disappointed, you know. But then he's already opened the door already, too. So I just want to go through some of his accomplishments.
1: Oh, it's ridiculous! It, I mean, it's just ridiculous.
0: Yeah. So he was 44 years old. He played 22 seasons. Just you could just stop there. <laughs> a 44 year old quarterback played can play 22, 22 seasons, seasons. In, you, in the NFL. You could just right. stop right there, and that, that's enough. He was drafted 199th overall in the 2000 sixth draft. Round, right. Yeah, out of Michigan.
1: I heard a story about that too. Um apparently in New England, they were in the 6th round. They go, "Hey, I'm going to draft a quarterback this round." The head of scouting or whatever, the GM said. Yeah. And they he was talking to the quarterback's coach, I believe, and the quarterback's coach said, "You know, if you're going to if you're going to get one of them, get Tom Brady. I want to work with him." Mm-hmm. And that guy ended up dying. I think two years later, maybe. I think. Two years later, yeah, yeah. And um, and he ended up, you know, going on and and. But that was just the GM. GM wasn't even gonna. He just asked the guy who he wanted to who he wanted him to pick.
0: Wow, wow. Well, let me just go through his accomplishments real quickly. So after being drafted, he joined up with Bill Belichick, and basically they put together the most dominant dynasty probably in nfl history
1: probably there's no doubt in my mind and i'm not even a patriots you know fan but i mean there's no doubt
0: he led the patriots to 17 afc east titles 13 afc championship games nine super bowl appearances and then of course a 10th with the bucks which he won six super bowl titles that's just with the patriots He essentially missed the entire 2008 campaign after suffering a torn ACL and then, of course, came back. In his 2007 season, which is regarded an all-time great, he guided the Patriots to the NFL's first 16-0 regular season while leading the league with 4,806 yards and and, and then single-season record of 50 touchdowns. And they, this is the part that burns me. But like in his entire legacy, then they go to the Super Bowl and lose to the Giants that season. I really, really wanted them to complete the the undefeated season and knock out mm-hmm. the seventy two Dolphins. And the Giants, the Giants beat Brady twice in the Super Bowl, and then the Eagles. Those are his. So he's he's seven and three in Super Bowls. His only losses are to the the bottom dwellers of the NFC East. <laughs> So his 20-year tenure in New England ended in March 20th. I'm sorry, March 2020, after he decided not to resign. And then he joins the Bucks. The GOAT led Tampa Bay to a victory in uh, his first Super Bowl there and was named the Super Bowl MVP for the fifth time. <laughs> <laughs> and he's the only uh, player in NFL history to win the Super Bowl MVP award with two different franchises. The only one. Which of course, like who who even does that? Who even goes to a Super Bowl as a quarterback with two different teams? Right. He went back to New England in Week Four of the 2021 season just to add to the story, where he beats the Patriots. And now that that um, gives him the designation of being the only quarterback, Greg and Vlado, to beat all 32 NFL teams. <laughs> Are you like that? That's yeah, such no, a crazy it's, it's distinction. So in two years with the Bucks, he posted a 24 and nine regular season record and tossed at least 40 touchdowns in back to back seasons for the first time in his career. That's the
1: thing. For even, the first time he, in his career. Even the year he left, he finished, right? He, it's not like he was Peyton Manning. who was basically couldn't even throw anymore. Right? Yes. He right. Was, he was
0: like, didn't he lead the league in yardage? Yes, he led the NFL with 485 completions and (laughs) 5,316 passing yards. That's ridiculous. And 43 touchdowns. Although, now, when he did actually officially
1: retire, I thought this tweet was fantastic. It was from uh, NBC New York. Tom Brady, who lost two Super Bowls to the Giants during his legendary 22 NFL career, retires.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I remember you sharing that. (laughs) Uh, Honoring the greatest football player of all time. That's fantastic. They had to take a shot at him. right? But I'm not done. The seven-time Super Bowl champion hangs up his cleats as the NFL's all-time passing leader in attempts completions, yards, touchdowns, and wins. And I could share those numbers, but they're gigantic. He also holds all those records, among many others, in the postseason. So he's by far, statistically, the best quarterback in the regular and the postseason. He's also recorded 15 Pro Bowl selections (laughs) and a comeback player of the year in 2009 under his belt. He tossed at least one regular season touchdown to 90 different players throughout his career, with tight end Rob Gronkowski topping the list with 90 TD receptions. He has 90 just to Gronkowski. And of course it says here, it's unclear what's next for the quarterback. Uh, Like you said, Greg, he left the door open uh, to come back. I think the other thing that's interesting about Tom Brady's career is that you can split his career into two distinct parts and both parts are Hall of Fame careers. So just the highlights from 2001 to 2011, he won three Super Bowls, 16 playoff wins, and had a 78% winning percentage. Wait, are we still talking about Tom Brady? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, could talk, I could talk about it for an hour. But in, in, the, in the second half of his career, called that two, so the first 10 years and the second 10 years, so 2012 to 2022, he had four Super Bowls, 19 playoff wins, and almost a 76% winning percentage. And
1: you're the one who wanted to keep this quick.
0: I mean, I... <laughs> We have to take the appropriate time to honor the greatest football player of all time. You have to. Do we just need to
1: take a moment of silence?
0: He didn't die. Oh. My next-door neighbor did. Oh, yeah, he did, didn't he? Thought of my my next-door neighbor died. Last night. Well, I don't know if he died last night, but they discovered him last night. Oh, gosh. Uh, Yeah.
1: What Chris didn't tell you is he was the one who killed him.
0: Okay. I told
3: you that in confidence.
0: (laughs) Uh Uh-oh next all right gentlemen the time has arrived it's time for a super bowl 56 preview wow are you ready
1: apparently
0: okay so just a couple of facts about the game it'll be played at sofi stadium that is the home stadium for the rams in los angeles california Five thirty p.m kickoff time on nbc al michaels and chris collinsworth will call the game guys do you want if you don't know already would you like to guess what a 30 second commercial will cost sponsors
1: do you already know 30 second no i do not okay um i'm guessing okay vlado you want to guess first say 10 mil okay greg 8.73
0: million both of you are over but close seven million dollars for 30 seconds wow yeah
2: 10 million australian sorry
0: oh yeah so you're (laughs) probably right on Uh uh-huh good guess vlado good guess you win vlado (laughs) An average ticket for the Super Bowl, which actually dropped $1,000 within the last 48 hours, but an average ticket costs somewhere in the neighborhood of $4,000.
1: I got a text from Ivan. Did you get that?
0: Oh, yeah. That was a joke.
1: Yeah, I know. It was funny.
0: It was funny. Some people are paying as much as eight dollars to $10,000 for tickets, and the low price is 3300 if you want to be in the stadium for the game. This is also the second year in a row for a team to play on their home field, which is interesting. And of course, Tom Brady, who we just discussed is the first player to win a Super Bowl on, in his home stadium. Now, Roger Goodell has a problem with this. He doesn't want teams to play in their home stadium. I think it's so rare. It's only happened twice in the entire Super Bowl era. Do you have a problem with... Because I think after this year, it's not going to happen very often. Because we've looked at... You and I discussed this.
2: Aren't they moving all, all, um, all Super Bowls to Cleveland from now on to make sure <laughs> that's happening?
0: No, that's well, a that, good idea. Actually, the joke was Dallas. That's okay. right. Unfortunately, Cleveland's probably much closer to a Super Bowl than Dallas is. At the moment, yes, that's true. Probably. The biggest matchup in this game might be the Bengals' offensive line against the interior of the Rams' defensive line because Joe Burrow took more sacks, 51, than any quarterback in the league this season, and he survived a nine-sack game in the divisional round against the Titans. That's it. And
1: still threw for 75% completion percentage. That's
0: right. While being sacked Nine, nine times. times.
2: Nine times.
1: Nine times.
0: Has he played a better interior line than the Rams this season? Interior line.
1: I mean, Aaron Donald's the best interior defensive lineman in the NFL, so right. I'd say no.
0: Okay, Greg, let's kind of profile each team. Starting with the Bengals, what do we need to know about them going into this game?
1: Their defense is underrated.
0: Yeah. Yeah they got a lot of Uh, no-name defensive players. Yeah, their
1: offensive line is terrible, which we just talked about. Joe Burrow is awesome,
0: and Jamar Chase is awesome. Yeah.
1: And they also have two other really good receivers, and they have a
0: good running back. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, they only have one tight end on the roster. Right. That's healthy. That's eligible. Yeah,
1: because Umanzada got hurt last game, right.
0: right? That's right. So if they lose their tight end, they don't have a tight end. Yeah. And also, I think the thing that's become more and more notable in the last couple of weeks is Joe Burrow's just mindset and personality. Oh, fantastic. Like, nothing kind of phases him. It's kind of no big deal to him. And and a lot of players say that, but when you when he mm. says it, you kind of believe it. Oh, yeah. That he's kind of unflappable. Right. Anything else we need to know about the, the Bengals? No. What about the Rams?
1: The Rams are like an all-star team, and they... They're, they've got really good players on offense and defense. The one thing that hurt them a little bit is Robert Woods being gone for the season hurts a little bit, um, but they you know, they can kind of fill in. They've got a guy who tore his Achilles in Cam Akers. They're starting running back at the beginning of the season and tore his Achilles during, uh, I think it was the first week of training camp, and he's back now poor Achilles now yeah he's fumbled a couple times recently so I'm not sure what's gonna happen there but um, they've got a really good team and obviously McVeigh got his quarterback that he's wanted and first year they they're going to the Super Bowl so interesting I mean we should ask Vlado what he thinks about this team
0: oh yeah that's right Vlado this is this is, this your, is your favorite team, team. G- give us some insight in the Rams Oh, look,
2: I'm very happy to see them in the Super Bowl And uh, um, I had Stafford in my fantasy football team So uh, when he was doing well I was doubly uh, excited um, So Stafford had a reasonably good season Except for those weeks where he didn't give me enough points um, But yeah, him, him and Cooper Cup uh, Sort of made for a very good pairing And uh, and yeah, got him. Have done enough to get them to the Super Bowl um, But I think anything's possible on the day So um, Great team I mean the
1: trade for Von Miller has been great for them I think Von Miller has been really good in the playoffs
2: mm-hmm.
1: And Obviously Aaron Donald's unbelievable And then you have Ramsey on the outside Basically Shutting down a lot of times um, You know uh, The the star receiver. So it's going to be interesting to see. My, my favorite thing in that is going to be seeing him and Chase go at it.
0: Yeah. I'm going to love that. I'm looking forward to seeing if Cooper Cup can do his thing. Oh, he's going to do his thing. Yeah, you can't stop the guy. No. He's done it ev- all year, all season. Yeah. Next. And now it comes down to actually. Our final prediction. Actually picking the game. Of all time. This is the last one ever. Because Greg's quitting the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and, real quickly, like we've always done, let me talk about last week's results. Now, we all picked exactly the same. Yes. And so we all went one and one because we picked the Rams to win, but nobody picked the underdog Bengals to go to the Super Bowl. Right. But you were already locked up the win in the postseason. I am the anyways. champion. Yes. So, so the final postseason records are Greg at nine and one. So I
1: won the regular season and the playoffs. You sure did, Greg. That's right. Let's make <laughs> sure everyone knows that. All of our listener, right? Keith, you hear that?
0: <laughs> yep. Lotto's already on here, so we
1: don't have to ask him. <laughs> mm.
0: So you went 9-1, Vlado and I tied the postseason at 7-3 in Harland, only because... Wait, I went what? 9-1. Seriously? Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
1: I'm impressed by myself. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you should be. That's such a ridiculous thing to say. You're a prime specimen, Greg. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Vlado. So Vlado and I tied at 7-3 and three in Harland, only because he was the gambler in week one of the postseason, which I admire... He went four and six in the postseason. He did. But I'm very fond of hard. But you know so. what?
1: Mike Leonard went gambling his pick week. He picked and all like, the underdogs? Yeah, and he went, I think, four and one that no, week. No, he went three,
0: three and two. Three and two. Okay. Yeah. He did really well. Yeah. <laughs> he okay. beat me. I know that that week. Yeah. I, yeah. Think, I think he beat us both, actually. So now let's get down to our pick for the Super Bowl. The Bengals are four and a half point dogs as of this morning. Now, that may change because I think they're getting a lot of money on that. Yeah, but at the moment, they're four and a half point dogs. Mattress Mac in Houston bet four, four and, and a half, half million, million. Yeah. on the <laughs> biggest Bengals. bet ever, right? Um, <clears throat> I think so. Now he's known; he's become famous for making His Super Bowl bed, bets. Yeah, yeah. Now that's paid off in some situations, and it's buried him in other situations. Uh-huh. So let's get down to it. Now the one thing we're going to do differently here is is I'm going to ask you to make your pick, but also kind of explain your reasoning. So, Greg, do you want to start? Sure. Okay. Who are you picking to win the Super Bowl and why?
1: I am going to pick the Bengals because...
0: Are you really picking the
1: Bengals? I'm picking the Bengals because it doesn't matter what I pick. And that's who I kind of wanted to pick. Until I knew Vlado was an L.A. fan and I kind of want them to win now because of (laughs) Vlado. So I feel bad, but this is what I was picking all along. I used to live in Ohio, and I like have a relationship with both the Browns and the Bengals somewhat. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I kind of, you know, and they're the underdog. They're also. So right now, it doesn't really matter if I win or lose. I'm just going to go with my heart.
0: But, I mean, give me your reason. I'm going with my heart. That's why. That's my reason. Give me your reason as to why you think the Bengals will win the game. I
1: don't necessarily think they're going to win. I'm picking them to win, though.
0: Because so of don't really, Joe Burrow. You don't really think they're going to win. Joe Burrow. So you really think the Rams are going to win.
1: I originally thought the Rams were going to win. But I'm picking the Bengals.
0: That doesn't make sense. I'm picking
1: the Bengals. But That's not because you
0: think they're going to win. Doesn't
1: matter. I think they're going to win now. Okay. Because I, Joe Burrow. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I think the Rams have a better team.
0: All right, Vlado. I'm assuming you're picking the Rams, but give us a reason why you—not th- just because you're big heart, fans of them. Heart. He's got heart. <laughs> but you give me the reason why you think the Rams will win.
2: Greg's right. So I mean, and uh, Chris, you're also right. Um, I am picking the Rams for because of heart, uh, long long-time fan. Um, but in terms of a uh, uh, completely unbiased view, I think um, Stafford and, and Cup will. Um, do what they need to do offensively, and I think the defensive line will uh, will be able to rattle Burrows enough, um, and hopefully take out Chase. I mean, Chase is another guy I had in my my fantasy football team, so I'm uh, hoping he doesn't do what he's done all season. Um, but uh, I think the defense can can uh, quieten them down, sort of contain them. Uh, so, um, yeah, I think Rams, both uh, subjectively and objectively, will win. And and I tipped him pre season as well, so I'm, I want oh. I want those points to 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 take that's out true. the uh, the honors. Oh, that's right. Make so there make sure that Greg doesn't uh, have all the uh, bragging rights from, from that's right the tipping. Good for you.
0: Well, at the moment, Vlado, and and we'll discuss this on next week's episode. I'm out of it. I'm sure you are out of it. Yeah. And Vlado and I are tied. Oh,
1: and who did you have?
0: I had the Browns.
1: <laughs> okay, so if Vlado wins. That's right. I'm switching my pick now just so you lose.
0: (laughs) What? Yeah, so you lose. That has nothing to do with this. Yeah.
1: My (laughs) pick is for the Rams so
0: that you lose. Are you picking the Rams? That doesn't affect anything. Are you picking the Rams? (laughs) It affects my happiness. (laughs) Are you picking the
1: Rams? (laughs) No, I'm picking the Bengals, but now I'm kind of rooting for (laughs) the Rams. (laughs) You said you were rooting for the Bengals. I'm rooting for both now. Can they tie? No. Can they tie, though? I don't think so. What about the overtime rules? Okay, we're not going to get into that. No.
0: Yeah, but we'll discuss that next week. So either Vlado and I will tie for first place or Vlado will win the preseason picks. We'll determine Man, that. I hope Vlado wins. <laughs> will Harlan pick the Rams? I can't even stand to be around you right now, let alone <laughs> if you won. <laughs> Well, I can't win. I can't win. I can only okay. tie. Even if you
1: tied for the, you say I'm still the champion of the uh-huh. regular season picks.
0: Maybe then me and Vlado will be. I need Luis. Vlado
1: to check these numbers too. Vlado, you I did, have checked the you, numbers. Yeah. Okay, you checked them thank last you, year. You, Vlado. Yeah, thank you, Vlado.
0: Harlan picked the Rams. and my pick,
1: yes, the Bengals.
0: Your I'm rooting. Bengals. I'm rooting for the B Tigers
1: and the only reason is is because so vlado gets screwed on his pick
0: no just admit it i think this is a hard game to pick and my reasoning is on paper the rams are a better team but i think that the Bengals might have better chemistry now i it seems like the super bowl is not too big for burrow but that doesn't necessarily mean it's not too big for the rest of the roster so that's that's actually a negative but they've gone through the playoffs and won a series of games they shouldn't win. So I'm going to take the B-Tigers. All right. Yeah. All right. Next. All right. Well, those are our picks. We just have one more thing before we go. Okay. We have one more audio gift from our friend Jim Rome, and he wants to make sure that we're ready for the Super Bowl. Now, one of the other biggest things about the Super Bowl, besides the game itself, is the food. And so he has called the hotline and left us his recipe food mess- oh a re- oh, the recipe yes and I'm not going to say what it's for I'm, j- I'm just going to play the audio but he's going to share it with us
1: he, didn't he tell us in a previous episode
0: yeah he said this was coming yeah and so he sent it and so here we go Jim Rome with a recipe for us to help us prepare our Super Bowl food okay
3: what is up clones this is the pimp in the box that's right I just got off the phone with Sav Chagrin and he was eager to have me do something for the Podfix Network. So he burned the last of his favors that he had in his favor bank and he got me, Jim Rome. I know you're wondering why Jim Rome is hanging out on the Podfix Network. Let's face it, been hard to find a job ever since the whole Chris Everett thing. Sav told me to do something epic, something phenomenal, and that's what I'm here to do. I'm going to give you the hot take of the week. And that hot take is my personal recipe. It's a hot take for a seven layer dip. You cannot call yourself a football fan if you do not know how to make an epic seven layer dip. So I'm going to give you one. Hang on. Let me grab my facts. Oh, got a fax. <laughs> still uses facts. I'm going to be giving you the ingredients first. Do not combine these ingredients until I tell you to the first thing you're gonna need is some fresh guacamole. I'm not gonna give you a recipe for guacamole. I only have a few minutes to give you this recipe. I'll give it to and you. between my annoying cadence and unnecessary pauses, it'll take too long. If you do not know how to make guacamole, give it a goog. You'll also need one container of sour cream, one packet of taco seasoning, and one can of refried beans do not attempt to make your seven layer dip yet or you will ruin it listen to Romy; i will not steer you wrong next you're gonna want roma tomatoes do not use tomatoes because that is incorrect these tomatoes will need to be diced i know you have a knife laying around especially on game day talking to you raider fan Next, you are going to need one bunch of green onions, chopped. If you still don't have a knife, call Ray Lewis. He knows where you can get one. After you've got your knife from Randall, you're going to hit those green onions with a rough chop. Next, you're going to want to get yourself one can of sliced black olives. I want you to get the pre-sliced can. There is already too much knife play happening in this recipe, and it's making me uncomfortable. It's awkward. And last, you're gonna wanna get yourself two cups of shredded Mexican cheese blend. You can use any type of cheese, but if you are not using Mexican cheese blend, you're doing it wrong. (laughs) He's very specific. (laughs) Now, clones, it is time to assemble this epic seven-layer dip, and to do this, you will need a nine by 13 inch pan. That is 33 by 23 centimeters for the wusses who use the metric system. (laughs) First, you'll want to spread the refried beans in the bottom of the pan. And then I want you to take a small bowl and combine your sour cream and that taco seasoning. Mix it until it is smooth then spread it over the refried beans. That is your second layer. Now is the time to spread your guac over that. If you did not take the time to make your own guac, you will want to add some lime juice. And that is so it doesn't turn brown. Nothing ruins a 7 layer dip like a guac layer that looks like refried beans. I agree with that. Next, you will want to top it with your tomatoes and your green onions, and then you're gonna add your cheese. The recipe calls for two cups, but your friends will not be mad if you use more. And the final step is to top all of this with your sliced black olives. I cannot stress this enough. Drain your olives before you top off your seven layer dip. And that's it. You are gonna serve this to your friends. Serve it with tortilla chips. Do not try and be cute and call them tortilla chips. It's not. If you love this epic recipe, hit up the Podfix network. Tell them you want more epic recipes with Romy, and I'll make it happen. Until next time, this is the pimp in the box, Jim Rome. I'm out.
0: There you go, football fans. Straight from Jim Rome to you. Don't make the mistakes. Follow every detailed step of Jim Rome's seven-layer dip. All right. Well, that brings us to the end of our episode. I hope everyone is ready for the Super Bowl. Vlado, thank you for joining us. Thank you. Thank you, Vlado. Again, the name of your show is It's Not Rocket Surgery. You can hear it all over the places where you listen to podcasts, as well as at podfixnetwork.com. Some brief credits. Find us on Twitter by searching at Team Armchair. The number for the hotline is 405 785 if you like the show, tell your friends and please subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Armchair Radio is a proud member of the Podfix Network. For more information, go to podfixnetwork.com or search at Podfix on Twitter. Thank you to our friend Phil Rood for our custom logo. Until next time, I'm Tof. he's Greg, and he's Vlado. And this is yeah. Armchair Radio, a Gravity Beard production. Thanks, Vlado. Ciao. Greg's trying to do math. Yeah. Uh, I know. I can hear it. (laughs)